0: what is going on everybody welcome back to the mind over macros podcast as always i am your host mike Milner. and first of all merry christmas to those who celebrate happy holidays i hope you all had a wonderful time with friends family or doing whatever it is that you did over the holiday weekend whether you celebrate christmas or not i hope it was a beautiful time for you and your loved ones and we are back with a highly requested topic I almost didn't want to do this episode because I don't like to bring attention to programs and diets that I find to be unethical, that I find to be harmful and damaging and basically a paid version of an eating disorder. There are certain diets out there that, in my opinion, it is nothing more than you pulling out your credit card and signing up for an eating disorder, and I am... Bringing attention to those programs, unfortunately, but this was requested because let's talk about the research. Let's talk about what the scientific literature says about these protocols and why they are so harmful and damaging and what we can do about it. So, we are going to expose specifically Optavia. I'm going to expose Optavia for the frauds that they are for how unethical, immoral, and downright damaging it is. But here's the caveat. If you wanna do it for yourself, I cannot stop you. If you have a friend or family member that wants to do it, you cannot stop them. We cannot force people to change. We cannot convince them of anything. Sometimes they have to go through it themselves, which is a scary thing to think about because here I am telling you that this is a paid version of an eating disorder. We're going to talk about the metabolic damage, long-term implications of doing a diet like this, and yet I'm also telling you that you have to let those people that you care about walk into the lion's den, and it's true. As much as it pains us, have you ever been in a situation where you had a loved one, and they were getting themselves into a toxic situation, and you knew it, you saw the writing on the wall, you saw all the red flags. There is the emergency signals were going off in your brain and you just wanted to be like, stop. You wanted to shake them and wake them up. and Maybe you tried. Maybe you tried to have that conversation and I can almost guarantee that it didn't go so well. Unless they were open to hearing it, open to changing, I'm guessing that they were pretty set in their conclusions and just went along with it anyway and then had to learn the hard way to be like, ah, you know what? That was a toxic situation. I should not have done that, which unfortunately, sometimes people have to go through the experience themselves, even if it's something that is damaging or harmful. Yes, we can educate. Yes, we can bring awareness. Yes, we can call out the the harms and we can do our part. We can lead by example. We can communicate from a place of empathy and compassion and support. We can do all of those things. The one thing we cannot do is force anybody to do something differently, force them to change. And that is a reminder for myself because I struggle with that. And it's a reminder for you guys, if you have people that are close to you that are about to make a decision like joining a program like Optavia, which is very, very harmful. Uh, before we get into it, I am going to announce announce a winner. Uh, I actually wasn't sure if we did a winner last episode. And rather than going back and checking, which probably would have been very easy to do, I just decided we're gonna just do another winner this week. So um the way that you win each week, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, is you leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts for the show, and then you're eligible to win a free supplement every single week. Now we're gonna add a layer to this. To win, moving forward, you have to. Leave a five-star rating and review, and it would be great if you could do that on any platform. It can be Apple Podcasts, it can be Spotify, any platform where you can leave a review, that would be great. And you have to be subscribed or following the show. So if you're subscribed or following, that means you get automatically notified when new episodes release. Now, full disclosure, I have no way of verifying if you are subscribed to or following the show. So this is me asking you to be an, an honest person who acts with integrity in doing these things to be eligible. So if you leave a five-star rating and review and you are subscribed and following the show, then you're eligible to win. So uh, the way that you leave the review is you open up Apple Podcasts, you click the search button, even if you're already subscribed, you search Mind Over Macros, you click on the t- uh, the uh, thumbnail, whatever, that pops up, and then you scroll all the way down until you see the five-star ratings, and then you click on write a review and you leave the review. Um, So this week, the winner is MLEI23, MLEI23, 23 23 happens to be my favorite number. Um, The review says fitness as a lifestyle. I love this podcast. Yes, this is a fitness podcast, but it's way more than that. It's purely a multidisciplinary approach to health, and it's amazing. Knowledge I have gained since I began listening to this podcast extend beyond just exercise and diet, but about sleep, mindset, overcoming our shortcomings, setting goals, and I can keep going. Thank you for being real. Thank you for not sugarcoating things and telling us that this is hard, but the results are attainable. Also, thank you for calling things out when needed without holding back. Tough love is often needed in this journey thank you so much for that review. It truly means a lot. And this is uh, right alongside with that review is telling it like it is and calling BS when I see it. So I think the best place to start here when it comes to Optavia, Now, I made a post. If, if you're wondering, like, where is this coming from? Why am, I bringing to a, why am I bringing attention to such a harmful program? And it's a valid question. I made a post basically talking about fitness and nutrition trends that I hope go away in 2023. And one of them was Optavia, because I can tell you that there is more demand for Optavia as we head into the new year than ever before, meaning they are growing and they are gaining market share. So, again, it's like, it's a little bit of an internal tug of war going on right now, because I don't want to add more awareness to their program where people decide. You know what? I'm going to ignore everything you say, and I'm just going to jump into this program. Uh, but at the same time, when I made that comment, and I've also made posts speaking directly about Optavia and and why it's so harmful, just to to help people take a step back and and see the bigger picture. Don't be so caught up in the big promises and the false claims. And that's a key word, by the way, false claims. I'm I'm going to revisit that term in just a second. Uh, but I wanted to help people avoid some of those mental hacks that they are using to prey on people like myself and like you. And I say like myself because I actually did MetaFast, which became Optivia, I think it was about 2008. Uh, I graduated college in 2006. I'm pretty sure it was 2008 when I tried MetaFast, and I think I lasted maybe five days before I was sick and cranky and had boxes of processed crap that I could do nothing with. And I ended up just throwing it out. Anyway, so I would like to help people avoid some of the mistakes that I've made and avoid some of the false claims and promises and like the excitement of losing all of this weight very quickly because there's another side to that story. Um, But anyway, when I made those posts on Instagram, I got a lot of people that were like, hey, it would be really helpful if you could help us look at some of the research and um, disseminate some of the research on what it looks like from a long-term perspective so maybe we can use some of those little nuggets to help friends and family members because there's a lot of people that were saying you know doctors their doctors are recommending it and they're you know in their little small town it's all over the place and uh they're seeing friends and family jump in and it's and it's scary and it's dangerous so that's the reason why I'm doing this. Uh, it's to to help give you a little bit more of a, I guess, foundation for education and awareness when it comes to what it what it really looks like to to jump into a program. So, um, Metafast actually became Optavia, and they had to pay I think four million dollars for a false claims lawsuit because they were making claims about how much weight people could could lose and it was found to be not true it was found like again like this is this is the the mental hack if if you hear something like quick results and the promise of fast results even though the logical part of your brain says that sounds too good to be true the emotional part of your brain starts to fantasize about what it would be like to lose that way and then you start to justify it so They're telling people and by the way this was part of the lawsuit they were telling people lose two to five pounds per week with our program so two to five pounds per week uh first of all that was a false claim that they had to pay four million dollars to settle and second of all your brain goes that sounds too good to be true but then the emotional part of your brain starts to vision in uh, you know you start to visualize You know, oh, well, two to five pounds per week. Like, if I just did this for like 30 days, if I did this for four weeks, I could lose up to 20 pounds. That sounds, then you start to picture yourself 20 pounds lighter. And then you start to think about, like, I'll just do it for a short period of time. And then I'll just like gradually go back to a normal way of eating. So here's the thing recognize the pattern and catch yourself when you start to sensationalize and fantasize about those quick results and bring yourself back to the here and now and what you know to be true. Like bring yourself back to the logical part of your brain that says, yeah, but like number one, what is that realistic? Number two, is it sustainable? Number three, do I have any evidence to suggest that those results will not last? And you could probably just think back to the last extreme diet that you tried and you have the the science of hindsight to tell you that those results won't last and as you'll see we also have science and studies that show us it will not last and not only will it not last but it will make things way more difficult for you down the road so I wanted to start there because let's not just overlook the fact that MetaFast was sued for making false promises and false claims and has now rebranded as Optavia. when you compare The meal strategies and the nutrition and the uh, way that it's all constructed, it's the same thing. Um, So there's no difference between the two. They have different options of like, you can do like four and one and five and two or whatever. Like they have all these different like systems of spreading out your meals. Effectively, what that means is you're going to eat a certain number of their pre-packaged meals and, and meals. I should be using air quotes because it's not real food. It's processed food. I remember when I got my Metafast box, there was a packet that was labeled eggs and it was a powder that you mixed in water. And it was like maybe three bites that those were my eggs. That was my quote unquote meal. Like legitimately, I would stir up some fucking powder with water and they called it eggs and I would have like three bites. And I'm like, okay, great. That that was like the equivalent of eating like two grapes and I'm supposed to be satiated until my next quote unquote meal. Um, So they tell you, you're going to eat a certain number of these prepackaged meals, which are insanely low calories. And then you're going to have one lean and green meal of actual food. And the parameters around that, it's also very low calorie, also very low carb. So as you can imagine, when you, when you put this all together, the first caveat is that you're eating processed food. And if your objective is health, if you want to be healthier, does it make sense that the entire foundation and backbone of your nutrition is on processed, prepackaged meals? I would say that should be a major red flag. Only being allowed to eat one real food meal that's another red flag. And then if you look at their acceptable snacks list, that should be the ultimate red flag of them all. Their acceptable snack is like sugar-free jello, three like celery sticks. Uh, I think you're allowed, I don't even know if carrots were on there. And then it was like, you can have a couple almonds, but be careful because nuts are very high in calories. Uh, Effectively, you're going to be eating between 800 to a thousand calories per day most of it being soy-based processed food, and then you know, you're know you allowed your one real lean and green meal. Even that is going to be insanely low calorie. So right out of the gates, we know you're going to lose weight because it's extremely low calorie. Uh, we know it's not promoting health because it's a chronic stress on your system to be eating that little and you're not getting enough vitamins and minerals. So there's going to be a lot of deficiencies and you are not eating actual food you're eating processed soy-based crap so the big 3 right there those are all major red flags let's also talk about their coaches the their coaches are not trained they're not certified they are not experts they are not professionals they are part of an MLM system it is a multi-level marketing system where the reason why you see like certain communities that are, are all latching onto this protocol at once is because they have their quote unquote coaches who are gonna be like community leaders who go in, maybe they're part of like a mom's group, maybe they're part of like a neighborhood group and they're the ones that are leading the charge to be like, hey, we're gonna do this community-based attempt at weight loss and we're gonna use this program because they don't know how to teach proper nutrition, they are not properly trained, they are not properly educated, they only know the Optavia system. By the way, this reminds me of a company that I used to work for that was very much like this. It was, "Hey, we're going to train you in our system, but you can only teach our system. God forbid you learn anything about human metabolism or behavioral psychology or nutritional science. Just teach our system. Uh, that is ineffective and and highly dangerous when you are trusting your livelihood and your health." with untrained people who are basically uh, part of an MLM process. Okay, so I just want people to have the context of how this all works. This is, again, we're just trying to create awareness so that people can make the most informed decisions for themselves. Now, we have real research that suggests you will absolutely lose weight. but, But here's something that I find. Uh, really interesting. So one of the things that they like to do is they like to say that it's backed by science, okay? We have this 2019 randomized controlled study that was published in the Journal of Obesity Science and Practice, and it found that the OPTAVIA protocol was more effective in 16 weeks than the standard Uh, Dietary guidelines for Americans. And it was uh, so basically like one group was following Optavia, the other group was following a self directed reduced calorie diet based on dietary guidelines for Americans. And the 16 16 week study showed an average weight loss of 11 pounds in the Optavia group. Guess who sponsored and funded that study? (laughs) metafest. <laughs> so we always have to do a little bit of digging. But now, having said that, I don't disagree with the results because of course people are going to lose if you're giving somebody a self-directed diet based off of standard guidelines for Americans versus a pre-packaged way of doing things with uh, you know some kind of a check-in and accountability process with extremely low calories. Of course, they're going to lose more weight. That is inevitable. Like you could you could substitute Optavia with any diet that has some kind of a plan or structure to it with some level of accountability. What we have to do is we have to look at the long-term studies. So what we found is there's a 2015 study released by Johns Hopkins Medicine that found little reliable evidence that most commercial weight loss programs, which included MetaFast, resulted in, in-, in people achieving long-term weight loss. The researchers reviewed studies that ran for 12 weeks or longer in randomized controlled trials. The participants in low-calorie meal plans such as MetaFast and or Optavia lost more weight than non-participants in trials lasting four to six months, but the researchers found the long-term effects showed no additional benefit for these plans at 12 months. That is the key. We are looking past the 12 weeks, we're looking to 12 months, and we see no benefit to commercial weight loss programs, meaning you will not maintain your results. But it goes much deeper than that. Ironically, there was another study that was funded by Metafast that was a 16-week study that had a the, the groups were either in a metafast Optavia group, um, or they were on a calorie-restricted ba- uh, diet based off of government guidelines. And at 16 weeks, the Metafast group had lost an average of 30 pounds compared with 14 pounds for the other group. After 24 weeks, most of the MetaFast dieters had dropped out, had regained over 10 pounds. um, And at 40 weeks, the, the MetaFast group had... So I'm sorry, at 40 weeks, more than half of the MetaFast group had dropped out and or gained their weight back. So effectively showing the same things that once we get into this long-term situation. So 16 weeks, 12 weeks, you're going to see some some progress. Once we get to that 42 to 52-week mark, as we approach you know, nine months, 12 months, you're going to be back at square one. Um, but again, it, and I think it's ironic that some of this has actually been funded by Metafast, where there is clearly a conflict of interest. Um, so the reason why we have to take it one step further is because we have actual studies that show long-term implications for resting energy expenditure. Now, your resting energy expenditure is basically the amount of energy required to keep the lights on. If you were to do absolutely nothing throughout the day, your body requires calories to just perform normal bodily processes like breathing, your heart beating, supporting your organs, uh, you know, blood flow, things like that. I'm not talking about like fidgeting. I'm not talking about moving. I'm not talking about talking. Literally just existing has a certain energy requirement to keep the lights on. What we see, there are several long-term systematic reviews that show energy-restricted diets, on average, result in a 30% reduction in resting energy expenditure. It's about 28%. So on average, up to, so we'll just call it 30%, 28%. 30% reduction, meaning that if your BMR, let's say that your resting energy expenditure is 2,000 calories, 2,000 calories was what it required just to keep the lights on in your body. Let's whatever that number is for you, but whether it's 1,500, whether it's 2,000 or more, it doesn't matter, but let's talk about the implications long-term, long-term resting energy expenditure. By the way, this this is not just looking at immediately after the diet. We also have the biggest loser follow-up study that tracked- resting energy expenditure for years after the extreme dieting and we also have uh, systematic reviews of the long term effects of energy restricted diets in individuals who are overweight and obese the reduction in resting energy expenditure 28% let's just let's just be generous and say a quarter 25% so a quarter of 2000 calories is 500 calories that means that you went from resting energy expenditure of 2,000 calories to 1,500 calories. If you don't think that that is substantial, if you don't think that that can result in frustration, in stress, in mental turmoil, in a poor relationship with food and your body and feeling like a failure, because all of a sudden, what used to be your bare minimum maintenance bare minimum, just to keep the lights on, might now be a surplus that causes you to gain weight. And immediately you're going to say to yourself, what the fuck happened to my body? And typically you're going to have, you're going to start going down the rabbit hole of restriction again. I cannot tell you how many people end up in this exact situation. And their solution is to go back to the thing that caused the damage in the first place. Like I lost 30 pounds on OptaVia. By the way, we have helped hundreds of clients who have come off of OptaVia, who have had metabolic damage. And I hate using the word damage because it is repairable, but let's just call it what it is. If your energy if your resting energy expenditure has been impacted to that extent, like to me, damage is okay to use in this context. I, I prefer metabolic adaptation because that gives you more of an empowering. Feeling of I still have control over this, but for the sake of this conversation and what Optavia and MetaFest have intentionally done, because I know that they are aware of the literature and the research, I believe that it is completely unethical. But they'll take somebody and they will starve them, they'll get them 30 pounds down, and then they don't know what to do from there because they don't want to eat like that forever. Most people who go into a program like that will openly admit this is not a lifestyle solution. This is a temporary solution. This is not something I'm doing forever. I just want to get this weight off and then I'll, I'll figure out how to eat normally, quote unquote, normally, except they've put you in a position where eating normally leads to weight gain. So what happens is you start to gradually gain the weight back. You have a poor relationship with food because you've been told all the things that you can't eat. You're afraid of calories, you're afraid of carbs, you're afraid of sugar, you're afraid of any snack that's not on your ridiculous snack list. So then the individual gains all the weight back. Usually they gain even more. So the 30 pounds now becomes plus 10 because they've gained 40 pounds back. So they're 10 pounds heavier when, than when, they're, when they started, and a lot of times they'll go back to the thing that created the damage. Well, I lost 30 pounds on Optavia. I'm going to go back and do this again. And they tell themselves, I just need to be more disciplined afterwards. I know that, that commentary because that was my life. I would go through these extreme protocols. And every time I signed back up for one, my thought process was the same. Last time I fucked up in coming out of this diet, I just have to be more disciplined. Guess what? It never happened. It was the same result over and over again. I would continue to gain the weight back because you cannot fight against, against your own physiology. You cannot fight against your body and your mind. It is a losing battle. So they typically will go back to Optavia. They'll lose some weight again. But guess what? You're not going to lose as much weight because your resting energy expenditure is a lot lower. So... When you were at a 2,000 calorie maintenance and Optavia puts you at 1,000 calories, you were losing weight really quickly. But now your maintenance is only 1,500. So that 1,000 calories is not going to result in, in as, you know, the progress isn't going to be as quick. And it's going to be a lot less progress. So you start to feel a little bit frustrated and then you gain the weight back again. Typically at that point, a wise person says, I'm going to reach out to a quality coach who actually knows what the fuck they're doing. And I'm going to have them show me how to do this the right way for life in a sustainable way. But let's talk about what happens with rapid weight loss. If your maintenance is like 1,500 even, or 1,800 or 2,000, and you go on this 800 to 1,000 calorie diet, or even 1,200 calorie diet, you will lose weight quickly because The rate of results is directly correlated to the aggressiveness of your deficit, meaning if I'm in a 300-calorie deficit, progress will be slower than if I'm in a 1,000-calorie deficit. The same isn't true for muscle building, by the way, but this is true for weight loss. But here's the caveat. The big caution sticker is the faster your results, the more likely you are to lose muscle. The more muscle you lose, the more damage you're doing to your resting energy expenditure and your body composition. So you are deteriorating your health because you're losing muscle. You're deteriorating your metabolism. And you're setting yourself up for an uphill battle down the road because your metabolism is now at a compromised state where it's easier for you to gain and store body fat. So the rate of results should not be something that gets you excited. It should be something that scares the shit out of you. Having said all of that, the physiological impact of a 30% up to like, whatever, 28% reduction in energy and resting energy expenditure, that physiological adaptation is easy to fix. It's, it's simple, I should say. The hard part is your mindset. The hard part is the emotional damage. The hard part is the psychological damage. Because what we've seen from Optavia clients coming to POP is that they have a serious fear of food. They're afraid of eating real food because they don't know what to eat. They weren't taught on this program how to eat for themselves. They're afraid of eating carbs because it's extremely low carb. They're afraid of the scale because they've rapidly gained weight back coming out of Optavia. So there is a major psychological roadblock that we have to overcome, which is why I say you're basically signing up for an eating disorder. I don't use that term lightly. Many of you know my story. Many of you know my own struggles. Many of you know that my oldest sister almost lost her life to an eating disorder. So I don't use that term lightly. My belief is that they are willingly and intentionally preying on emotional vulnerability to give people rapid weight loss with long-term health implications, with long-term psychological implications, and it is basically a glorified eating disorder. Now, have there been people in the history of dieting that have successfully lost weight and then transitioned out of Optavia and made it work for themselves. Probably I would guess, but I'd be really interested to see where those people are in year one, year two. Like when we get to that 12 month mark, when we get to that 24 month mark, where are we at then? Cause that is the real Testament to, is it even possible for anyone to come out of this unscathed? I think that for the most part, the vast majority of people, there's going to be a significant amount of physiological and psychological damage that has to be undone. And it's it's really fucking sad. And honestly, I would not be surprised to see future lawsuits filed against them. Now, I have, an, I have a serious bone to pick. I want to give you an analogy here because I, I've talked to a lot of people who are like, you know, my doctor is all about it. My doctor told me to do this. Uh, I think that it's great to uh, have conversations with, you know, with your doctors, but also keep in mind what their level of nutritional education is. Uh, Oftentimes it's like, you know, two hours in the grand scheme of their overall, you know, education that there's not much time spent educating doctors on real sustainable nutrition. It's just, It's just not right now. It's just not part of the curriculum. It is a a sliver and that's generous. But also imagine this. So take take that out of the equation. Just imagine this. Imagine your doctor was like, here's what I want you to do for your nutrition. I want you to completely overindulge and gorge yourself every single day. I want you to eat 6,000 calories a day. And when you get really uncomfortably full and you are so stuffed and your, your stomach is just pressing up against your pants and you can feel them getting tighter and you can feel the, the bloat and the discomfort, that's when I really want you to focus in and follow the plan and keep eating. Just keep pounding those calories away. Every single day, just follow this plan. In 12 weeks, this is how I want you to eat. If your doctor told you that you would be like are you a fucking lunatic? Are you fucking crazy? Like actually is there something wrong with you? Do you need help? Should should we get some support in here for your mental well-being? Like tell me what's going on. Are you is is everything okay? You would you'd be really concerned for your doctor's well-being and mental sanity. Now tell me how that's any different? than telling somebody to eat 800 to 1,000 calories a day when their body is screaming at them that it's not enough food. When your body is screaming, I'm hungry. I have cravings. I'm obsessed with food. I can't stop thinking about food. I, I have poor digestion. I'm not sleeping well. My metabolism is tanking. And your doctor's like, just do this program. Just keep going. Eat those 800 calories. Both scenarios are equally as damaging to your health. Let's not put one over the other. Telling somebody to forcefully overindulge day after day is exactly the same as telling somebody to intentionally starve themselves day after day. They are equally as damaging to your health and well-being. So why are we making it seem... Like it's normal for a doctor to say, go do this fucking program. If your doctor is recommending that they do not have your best interest in mind, they have not done their research, they have not looked at long-term effects of these type of diets, they are simply regurgitating something that maybe worked for somebody in their family or whatever. I don't know why. Why? They would ever recommend something like that if they actually cared about your health and wellness. So that is my conclusion on Optavia, and that being recommended. Here, again, let me, let me just remind you, if you are going to do it, I cannot stop you. I can present the research. I can present my opinion. And then you can make your own decisions. If you have a friend or family member or somebody that you care about that is about to do it, you can present the research, you can present your opinion, you can offer support, you can offer alternatives, but you cannot force them to do anything other than what they want to do. That goes for anything in life. Cannot force people to change. I talk about this all the time. I wish there was some like magic wand I could wave and help you see the light. Like we're over here transforming lives on a daily basis. We are doing it ethically, we are doing it sustainably. We have people that tell us every single day this was the best decision I ever made. I just got another one of those messages yesterday on Christmas Day. That was like this was the greatest gift that I've ever given to myself. I've never had a program that lived up to the results and the support as advertised. And I don't even talk about the results and support that much. We just we just do it. So yeah, if I could wave a magic wand and I could show you the light, that would be amazing. But I cannot do that. I cannot force people to walk away from programs like this. I cannot I cannot force people to walk towards programs like ours or any of the other brilliant like a little foreshadowing. We have we have something coming in January where I have partnered with some of the top coaches and experts in the space that all have fantastic programs. I'm not just talking about pop. I'm talking about amazing coaches in this space that all deliver in the right way, ethically, compassionately, sustainably, that actually give a shit about the individual. There are plenty of those options out there. Not to mention, Optavia, you're paying like $400, $500 a month to starve. What type of, what type of sick, twisted shit is that? that? That would be like paying somebody to be in a, an abusive relationship with them. Like, not only am I going to find myself in a toxic relationship, but I want to pay you to abuse me, that's effectively what it's like. Maybe you think I'm coming on too strong. That is 1,000% my belief. That is how I feel because I know that they are aware of the long-term implications. I know they've looked at the long-term research and I think it's hilarious that they've tried to fund their own research and it backfires when it comes to long-term follow-up. But sure, let's just cut that part out. Let's only report the short-term conclusions that we help people lose weight. Sure, you help people lose weight for 12 weeks or 16 weeks, and then you give them the nice little side effects of gaining it all back and having a horrible relationship with food. So congratulations. If that's what you're after, keep at it. There are plenty of better options out there for you. Look for companies who are doing ethical things with transparency, that can actually speak to the individuals, that you can actually talk to somebody, not a coach who is part of the MLM pyramid scheme, but actually talk to the people who have been in the community who are a living, walking testimony of the support that they create. There's a reason why the types of people that I partner with, it's few and far between, you know, there are certain people that you see uh, I'll attach my name, you know, with a company like Organifi, a company like cured. Uh, I work with coaches like Emma Montgomery and, and Shannon Collins and Marcy Nevin. Like there are certain people that I believe in what they're doing. I know that they're ethical. I know they do things the right way. And I'm very cautious about because I used to work for a company that was and is unethical. So it's even more top of mind for me. It's It hits way too close to home when I see this shit happening on a massive scale. So when you're looking for ethical companies, can you talk to the owner? Can you talk to their clients? Can you get like a real actual testimonial from somebody who's part of the community. You ever hear me talk about Cured? I talk about Cured. They're a sponsor of the show. I don't, I don't hold back on anything or, or hide the way that this arrangement exists. They sponsor the podcast, meaning they're, they pay me to mention their products. But here's what I don't do. I don't bullshit about their products. If I've never tried one of their products, I will say I've never tried it. I don't just sit up here and read. They don't give me a script. They don't tell me anything to talk about. They just say, we're going to pay you per whatever it is, like per episode to speak about your own experience with our products. Positive Or negative, like if I had if I had a product that I didn't like, they give me full autonomy to express that and share however I see fit, which is a beautiful thing. Like, tell me that doesn't speak to the ethical nature and integrity that they operate with. I'm only going to talk about products that I've personally tried and enjoy, and I can tell you from from cured perspective. Number one, for me, they're Serenity gummies. It doesn't get any better than that. Top of, like, hands down, my favorite supplement, period, across the board. And I, as you guys know, I have other sponsors. So again, they give me autonomy too. I'm just sharing my own hierarchy. Number one, Cured Serenity gummies. Helps me with sleep. I take them every single night. So does Mel. Incredible product. I've taken their Rise product for Focus. I like it. It's not one of those products that I'm like, I need to have this every single day, but it is a really quality product. Their broad spectrum CBD, that is a product that I use when I'm having anxiety. So it's more of a, I take it when I need it type of thing. Those are my big three. I also um, drink one of their uh, Euphoria drinks every single day uh, because I love that stuff. But that's, those are my big three. I've also, I've tried their Zen caps. I've tried their nightcaps. I love those products, but the Serenity gummies, honestly, for me is so good that I find those to not even be necessary. Sometimes if I'm like really not doing well with sleep, then I'll, I'll take, you know, a Zen cap or a nightcap to, to supplement with the Serenity gummies. But for the most part, it's just the gummies for me. By the way, if you need to try the Serenity gummies for yourself, please go do that go to curednutrition.com, use code POPFAM, and get yourself 20% off. Again, if you're just following my lead, take it for what it's worth. Serenity Gummies, number one. The broad spectrum CBD, if you have anxiety, would be my number two recommendation. And if you need a little boost and focus, you could try their Rise, uh, which is is a great kind of productivity and focus support supplement. But the bottom line is, well, first of all, just as a reminder, go to curednutrition.com, use code POPFAM, get yourself 20% off, especially if you try the Serenity Gummies. I would love to hear your feedback because I have not heard anybody say anything bad about them yet. So I'd like to see if that streak continues. The bottom line here, being ethical is important. Operating with, with integrity is important. If you are about to jump into a program like Optavia proceed with caution. can't stop you. can't tell you what to do. Hopefully I can create a little bit of an awareness piece where you start to question some things and you start to to look at the big picture and what this might mean for you in the long run. And hopefully that logical brain kicks in and is like, wait a minute, this doesn't sound right to me. There are too many red flags. There's too many ethical concerns. I don't want to join a program that is constantly being sued for false claims. I don't want a program that's constantly starving people and then reducing their resting energy expenditure by 28%. I don't want to be in this program where by month 12, most people have given up or are even heavier than when they started. It's just not something that I recommend. So that is... Optavia exposed. Now, you can take any restrictive protocol like HCG diet, 500 calories. You're going to find the exact same outcome. Any of these other MLM type programs, Isogenics and Airbon or whatever the fuck else, you're, you're basically going to find the same result across the board. It is cookie cutter, it's restrictive. It's not real food. It doesn't teach you anything. It's not sustainable. It will impact your relationship with food and it will impact your metabolism. By the way, as a very, very quick wrap up, if you need help repairing your metabolism after doing a protocol like that, you're going to have to eat more. You're going to have to focus on food quality. We're going to have to focus on keeping blood sugar stable. We're going to focus on hormone health we're going to focus on the quality of your nutrition and also the quantity of getting your calories back to a place where your body can then thrive in a normal homeostatic range. So, if you had that happen to you where your previous resting energy expenditure was 2000 calories and now it's 1500, we can overcome that. We can get you back to 2000 calories or at least damn close so that you don't have to be miserable for the rest of your life and you don't have to gain weight so easily. This process is is quite simple it's simple it's not easy the reason it's not easy is because it takes mental buy-in it takes patience it takes long-term commitment that's why it's not easy the act of doing it is quite simple so that is my recommendation is take the time and do it right and if you don't know what you're doing on your own then invest in a quality coach and that is going to be the most efficient path forward I hope this was helpful. If it was, I would love to hear about it. And I will talk to you guys very soon.